You're listening to the Grow Your Own Food Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you grow fresh fruit, vegetables, and even grains in your own backyard. In every episode, you'll get growing tips, recipe inspiration, and more. Ready to get growing? Then let's jump in. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 51 of the Grow Your Own Food podcast. I'm your host, Jonna Smith, and today I am going to be talking about how to prune your tomato plants. So when people first start gardening, especially if you've never grown tomatoes before, a lot of people start with tomatoes, but they don't realize that they need to be pruned. They like to be pruned. They actually benefit from pretty, I would almost say aggressive pruning, really, and consistent pruning throughout the season in a few different ways throughout the plant that I'm going to be going over today. So that's what we're going to be talking about. But first, a word from today's sponsor. For the longest time, even probably when, by the time I should have known better, I refused to prune my tomato plants. It felt a lot like thinning out my seedlings. It just, it felt like a chance, a wasted chance at like more fruit, you know, more tomatoes. But after my sun gold cherry tomatoes kind of like escaped through their tomato cages and my San Marzano tomato plants started just sort of taking over the whole garden, like collapsing into the walkways and winding their way through the basil and spreading out into the squash like I decided I had to do something and that thing that I started doing was pruning my tomato plants often and honestly kind of aggressively so we prune tomato plants for different reasons than we prune herbs If you listened to my episode last year about how to prune herbs, you know that we prune herbs to encourage them to grow more. We encourage them to grow bushier because a bushier habit means more leaves, right? It grows out instead of just straight up and flowering. And that gives us more herbs throughout the the growing season. But with vegetables like tomatoes, pruning is needed to keep the plant a manageable size and optimize the quality of the fruit produced. Um, It can also help tomato plants be a little bit more resistant to bacteria and fungal diseases, um, according to a lot of different master gardeners. And I'm going to go over why that is in, in a later section of this episode. If you don't prune tomato plants, it's not the end of the world. You're just going to end up with some really big, really overgrown plants that sort of invade your neighboring plants it's going to grow more leaves than it needs to and it might end up growing smaller fruit that's slower to ripen so those are all reasons why we prune tomato plants now that we have reasons why we do it out of the way i'm going to talk about three different methods for pruning that i recommend that i do myself and Honestly, you're you're going to hear, you know, conflicting advice on this. You're going to hear some gardeners say that you don't need to do it, um, that they personally don't do all of these or any of these. And like I have said in past episodes, that's perfectly fine. There is no one right way to garden. This is just what I have found works for me. You might decide that 
after trying it that that you don't like it or that it's not worth the bother for you and that's totally fine that's well within your power of things to do in your garden so nobody can tell you how to garden that's one of the best things about it so the first thing that I do when pruning tomato plants is I remove the suckers and this is also called side branching um, some people also call it but it's, it's usually a first step because it's the thing that starts happening the soonest in a tomato plant's life. A sucker is any branch or leaf that grows out of the crux of the main stem and any lateral branch. So if you hold out your pointer finger and your thumb in the shape of an L, it would be anything that grows out of the web area between your thumb and finger. So like the armpit of, of the tomato plant, basically, um, to give you a little bit more perspective if that L shape with your forefinger and thumb isn't, isn't quite getting you there. Anything that's growing in that area is considered a sucker and you're going to want to pinch that off. So suckers get their name from the fact that they, they sort of suck energy from the plant that would normally be used to create larger fruit elsewhere and and mostly their leaves some suckers may flower but by the time the blossoms drop and produce fruit there's there's more mature fruit on the larger lateral branches nearby that could have used that that energy much more efficiently so you'll want to pinch off any suckers that you see most suckers can be just like pinched off using your thumb and four fingernail but if you have a few particularly large ones because you miss them the first time through and trust me that happens to me every year you're going to want to snip those off with a sharp pair of pruning shears and I have a link to the pruning shears that I prefer in the sister post for this episode that you can find the link to in the show notes they are made by Fiskars they're incredibly easy to use they're very sharp um, and they have a power lever so they kind of spring back open under their own power and it just kind of saves your hand and your forearm a lot of work if you're doing a lot of pruning. Try to do any pruning in the morning and try to do it on a day when there's no rain in the forecast. This way the pruning wound has a chance to dry up and scab over with the least chance of bacteria being introduced into the stem tissue. Continue to remove suckers throughout the rest of the season. They will keep developing as long as the plant keeps growing. The next type of pruning that I do personally, again, not everybody feels the need to do it, but it just makes my life a little bit easier. And this is where I will get to talking about it sort of helps the plant be a little bit more resistant to fungal infections and bacterial disease is I prune the stems off the bottom. So you, you're going to have your main stems that come up out of the ground, but then coming out of the sides of that main stem are going to be lateral branches that can sometimes drag on the ground. The leaves can be touching the ground and those leaves that are touching the ground, soil-borne bacteria and fungus can kind of climb up onto the plant that way and spread its way up through the rest of the plant. So that is why I like to prune off the lateral or side branches that are basically almost practically touching the ground. I do wait until my tomato plants are at least two feet, if not three feet tall to do this. That way they're strong enough to handle a few sizable branches being clipped off. There's plenty more leaves up top to get sunlight to help the plant 
you know, conduct enough photosynthesis to help it survive. Also, if they have a lot of lateral branches that are really down low that I want to clip off, I don't clip them off all at once. I remove maybe two or three per plant. I give the plant about five to seven days to recover, and then I go through and I trim off the rest. Also, just like when pruning off bigger suckers, if you need to, I definitely use a sharp pair of pruning shears to do this. Just because, again, the closer you are to soil level, the more chance there is for soil-borne bacteria and fungus to kind of make its way up onto the plant. This does have, pruning around the bottom, does have another kind of benefit and that is that it gives me a clear line of sight when it comes to fertilizing the tomatoes later in the season. I can see which ones I've side dressed with fertilizer. It also gives me much easier time sort of spraying the hose water directly down at the base of the plant where it can soak down into the roots where it needs it the most and I'm not you know wetting any of the leaves that way and then also it gives me a better visibility and an easier time kind of reaching up through the branches up from the bottom at harvest time as well. So those are a lot of the reasons why I trim off the lateral or side branches. Um, I would say I trim them off around, you know, by the time the plant is full sized, I, I trim off the first I would say foot to foot and a half um, off the ground, lateral branches, those those lowest ones to the bottom. So if you're not sure um, what that looks like as I describe it, totally understand there are pictures on the sister post for this episode, again, that you can click the link in the show notes and click through and see what I'm talking about. As far as pruning anywhere else on your tomato plant, if you've done all this pruning, you've pruned around the bottom, you've pruned off all your suckers, and it's still feeling out of control, that legit happens, especially with indeterminate tomato plants. It's totally okay to cut back lateral or side branches as much as you need to in order to keep the plant manageable, to keep it from collapsing under its own weight of the fruit out into your walkways and onto other plants. The number one thing you want to remember when pruning Anything on your tomato plant other than things from the very bottom or those suckers is you should never cut off the very top or what's known as the leader branch of the tomato plant. This will cause the tomato plant to stop growing any taller. The only time you might want to cut the top off is because it's the end of the season and you need it to stop growing taller so that the fruit that's left on the plant will finish ripening faster before it gets cold outside. If you're not sure which branch is the leader, start at the very bottom of the plant, kind of get down as low as you need to, start at the very bottom of the plant and trace your way up through the center of the plant to the top. It should be the very tallest part of the plant. If you're worried about losing track of this as your plant grows taller, sometimes it's easy to, to kind of like keep it marked. You are going to want to use something that's like removable, like a piece of string or something like that, that as the plant grows taller, you know, you're going to have to untie that string and tie it to the top of, plant, of the plant over and over again. If that sounds like a pain in the butt, it is kind of a pain in the butt, especially if you have several plants. So just know that as long as you're 
you're only trimming back side stems and nothing on the top, you're not, you're likely going to be fine. You're probably not going to accidentally cut off, you know, the, the leader branch of the plant. But it is important to know that that's, that's something that in most cases, you're not going to want to cut off. So that is all I have for you today on pruning tomato plants. This actually turned out to be kind of a short episode, which that is perfectly okay because I get to talk about how this is the one year anniversary of starting this podcast. And I'm so, so excited. It continues to grow in terms of listenership and followers every day. I'm so thankful for every single one of you. I love all the pictures you share and the questions you ask. It just humbles me so very much to know that you're out there listening to my gardening advice and geeking out alongside me about all these plant things. I really just, I cannot say how much I appreciate every single one of you. If you are so inclined to help me celebrate this one year anniversary of starting the podcast, I would absolutely love it if you could just take a moment out of your day to go over to the homepage for this podcast on Apple Podcast or Google Podcast or Spotify whatever your podcatcher of choice is, and leave a review for the podcast. So this isn't just so that I can read lots of really nice words about me and my podcast. That, of course, is nice. Everybody likes to read nice things about themselves. But it's more to help other people find the podcast and know that it's a quality podcast, that they're going to get something from it, that they're going to enjoy listening to it. So if you find value in the podcast, and you want to help it get out there to even more beginning gardeners or intermediate gardeners or even advanced gardeners. I've had some people reach out to me who say they've been gardening for decades and they still learn stuff from my podcast, which again is so humbling and I I really appreciate getting that feedback from you. Um, But if you're wanting to, you know, make sure that other people find the podcast, please help make it even easier for them to find by leaving a review and letting them know that it's worth listening to. So, With that little ask out of the way, in the next episode, we are going to be talking about hilling potatoes. So we talked about sprouting potatoes. We talked about planting potatoes. This episode is right about this time of year is when we need to start hilling our potatoes. I'm going to be talking about why we hill our potatoes, what to hill your potatoes with, and how to do it in the next episode. So make sure if you're growing potatoes this year, you don't miss it. Thank you so very much again for listening. I feel like I've said that like five times now, but I cannot thank you enough. I hope your garden is growing beautifully and I will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Grow Your Own Food podcast. Visit beeandbasil.com for helpful how-to articles, images, and recipes.